Iconic Talk. This is your premier podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent for 20 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, in today's episode, I am super pumped about going a completely different direction than real estate today. Mm-hmm, me and too. going down the path of, you know, what does Winchester have to offer? What might be a hidden gem? Right. What might be something that parents with student athletes or kids who are competitive or kids who are in sports might need to know. And, and I'm even excited some about adults this. that would like to get themselves back in shape. There you go. I that that is I'm me. Not that, mentioning any names here myself, maybe that is me. Yes. You know, I am a member of a gym. I always have been for the last several years and I love the way that the gym industry and even CrossFit has mm-hmm. kind of evolved over the years to where it's more action and movement-based stuff. Um, Because whenever I went to the gym by myself, it was just, I would go through the routines of the same old things and the movements that I liked to do. Right. I always avoided legs because I hate having my legs feel like all burned and jello and, you know, sore right, for afterwards. the next few days. And, I, and then you can't walk downstairs and I'm like, I can't do life like this. So right. I would avoid legs for a good 10 years of my life until I went to... Until I went to a location that kind of taught me some movements and things a little bit differently and better than what I had experienced in the past. And I'm like, huh, this is actually fun. For years, I used to do the same routine. I would lift weights Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I did the exact same routine each of those days. And then Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, I would do cardio and I would run. Yeah. And I did that for years. And it got so boring. Right. And then you get burnout and then you just stop doing it, which is kind of where I've been for quite some time. So um, I'm... I. This was just, it was a great chat. I'm excited about mm-hmm. what we're going to get into. But believe it or not, like, I feel like a slob right now because I haven't been to the gym and I have this broken foot. Well, you have a good reason right now. I do. I mean, it, but it still makes me feel like, okay, I'm losing muscles as we speak. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I'm withering away, I think. You know, I'm like gaining flabby fat and I'm like withering away my muscles because I'm not using them. It drives me nuts. Like, Well, you got a good workout last week when you were trying to hobble around on crutches oh, up and downstairs. Yes, and... I did hobble <laughs> around. And yes, I did the episode last week on crutches. Didn't say anything about it, but it's just, it's annoying now. So, okay. I mean, the, the story is, it's, it happened several, like a few weeks ago, Labor Day weekend, coming back from the swimming pool, kind of the last hurrah of the season. And my wife was like, oh, let's bring the raft to the pool and let's bring all these other things. So we're coming back and I have a raft in my hand. I have towels around my neck and I'm carrying a couple pool bags and I've got my wet bathing suit on still, my wet flip flops and I'm going down a little two steps, right? And hit my left foot on the staircase and my foot just slips because of the wet flip flops. And I go to the left where there's no railing and I just land off of the staircase two steps down onto my left foot in a weird way. And I said, ow, that hurt. I didn't like it. Kept moving forward, kept walking. I'm like, okay, something's not right. But, of course, dumb me. I'm just like, I'll go a good week, week and a half without, <laughs> you know, I'll just keep walking around and hopefully it'll get better. Until my PA wife says, um, you dumb, dumb. You, it's not getting better. Go to urgent care. Get it x-rayed. Of course, I knew it was probably more than just a sprain. 
slight little fracture. And now they put me on crutches for a couple days until I got to an official orthopedic. Long story short, now I'm in a boot hobbling around. And now I can't work out. Oh, it's it's a bummer. But that's my life. It's okay. Staying busy and still working. It's not stopping me from doing anything else. Now, I do have one question for you. Totally Uh, off topic from that. So back in August, I took my kids to go see Six. Oh, yeah. And you were supposed to go. Well, we hadn't talked about it yet. I did go. What did what did you think? I went on a triple date with me and my wife and Pierce and his girl and Tyson and a friend of his and honestly, it was fine. It doesn't compare to the top show of all time, Hamilton. No. And it was definitely unique. It was definitely an experience and it was like without giving things away, very concert like like you said. Um I, I have a little jaded perspectives because my son my older son Tyson went to see it already so he was telling me about it and then afterwards of course the snob that he is saw it in London right and was like it just wasn't as good because they didn't have English accents British accents I'm like okay well so I I get his perspective Mm -hmm. and then I'm talking to my other son he's like yeah it was amazing I loved it you know so having the teenagers in the car afterwards being excited about it was more fun than anything. Yeah, it, it was definitely <laughs> worth it. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that that but went well. It went well. And it was like, okay, the costumes are great. The concept is fun and unique. It has a little bit of twists and turns to it. And you're entertained. So I would recommend going to see it. I'm still at the level Hamilton is going to top. My uh, parents top are going tonight to go see are it. Are they? Yes. For their 50, actually today is their 53rd anniversary. It's insane how that, so. how that musical is crossing over multiple generations now mm-hmm. i was um at a neighborhood block party a couple weeks ago as well and like my 70 plus year old neighbor was saying how she just came back from seeing it and thought it was amazing so it is like it's it's changing uh, yes, multi-generational the way, the way mm-hmm. broadway shows are now being done so yeah complete different topic but yes. that's that's Sorry. great no i love it <laughs> i got off of my loan my little rants about my foot but um Back to the conversation of physical fitness. Right. Our interview is with James Frisbee from FAST, and he'll explain what that stands for at the end of our conversation. But if you have a son or daughter who is into sports at all, you know, even at a young age, I would recommend that you give him a, a shout-out because he is going to change the perspective of how they train and how they perform and um, i'm excited to have our conversation here with james frisbee here on our episode of iconic talk so here's our chat with him well hey james what is up what's up how How are you you? good i'm so excited to have you here and it's it's cool because you provide a really neat service that not many people around town do Yes, and I want to hear about it. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Where were you born? What mm-hmm. brought you to Winchester? Yes, sir. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks again, guys, for letting yeah. me you know, come yeah. on this platform and um, have this opportunity. But yes, I'm originally from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, but then I grew up in Hagerstown, Maryland. Okay. Um, went to junior college. Played, played all three sports in high school. You know, okay. Football, basketball, baseball. Yep. Uh, went to Montgomery Rockville Junior College. Tried to pursue my co- football career. Um, then when I came home one summer, um, went to a local club in West Virginia, met a young lady from Winchester, Virginia. Uh-huh. 
which is now my wife today. Nice. Um, Denise Frisbee. Um, she's a, she's a local Winchester John Hanley graduate, and um, met her, and then you know I ended up out here. You know we have a family. Now yeah. And all that. So that's how I got here. Drew you to town because of her. Yes, drew like me to it. town because of that. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think I would come here, but yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so how many years have you been in Winchester area? I've now been in it probably like 20, 22, 23 years. Okay. Yeah. So about as long as you. About as long as me. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, it was right around 2000 for me. So yeah. It was like 99, 2000. Time for me flies, well. right? Yes. You know? I, I don't know. I mean, just I don't feel old. I don't, do you feel old? I don't feel old. <laughs> I try not to feel I can't feel old in my industry. I have to try to stay young. <laughs> that's that's very true. Kids. Yes. That, is, that is very true. Well, if you were in sports, mm -hmm. obviously you, you took care of your body a certain mm -hmm. way and you did certain things. And um, me being an athlete as well, I knew what they provided back then. And it, things have changed. Mm -hmm. So what drew you into this world of fitness and and even looking to help people out in that world? That's a good question, Mark. Um, it's a pretty loaded question. Yeah. I'll <laughs> um, let you talk on that. Yeah. Just fire away. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, fitness is in my family. I had a lot of health issues with my mother and my father and, huh. and you know, prior family members. So I do try to take my health um, very seriously regarding, you know, just from a nutrition standpoint and just staying active. But I've always had a passion and love for just lifting weights and, you know, playing football. We was in the weight room a lot. Yep. Um, and being an athlete um, has always been something that intrigued me as well. You know, it's just the different levels of performance we could take our levels to. So having all those aspirations has got me into, like, sports performance training, um, being a coach for several years. I got into personal training when I was young. Um, but I did work in the IT field for a while. Okay. I went to school for computer science, and I okay. worked in telecom. And um, I had an epiphany one day. It was just, hey, man, I think God called you to train. You know, <laughs> and for me, it was it was, it was was cool for me, but for my wife, it wasn't because it was going to be a new career <laughs> change, change up <laughs> um, financially. But, right. no, I've always had the passion of training and helping people, um, and, and I think that's a gift. Um, and I think I got that from my mother. Um, she's very nurturing. Yeah. Um, and um, that's a, one of the things I just try to portray within my coaching is we can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't care, uh, people can see right through that. Sure. So for me, it's just that's what drives me, and that's helps. That's helped me get to where I'm at today. So you just decided one day, yeah, uh, sitting in front of a computer, probably like, all right, this is not for me. Uh, and I've had the epiphany too. I've been in a cubicle, and I hate working in a cubicle in front of a computer. And I'm nowadays I'm happy because I'm bouncing all around oh, town. You know, I'm like I'm not bound to a desk, but like. You just decided, and talking to Denise, I'm sure, you're just like, all right, I'm going to jump out and do this on my own? Was it that quick, or were you kind of mowing on it for a while? Well, I moaned on it for a while, um, <laughs> and then it just got to the point where it was like, well, James, you know, life's short. You know, do what you want to do. I always believed money would come. Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have a way of how it would come, but right. I, I figured if you have a passion for something, you'll figure out a way to have a good product or a good service, and it'll have a return <clears throat> that would have a return anyway. So mm -hmm. um, that's what kind of just, you know, helped me put my foot forward um, and take that sacrifice and jump of faith um, to take, you know, I was already, I'm pretty much settled in life. You know, I was married for a while. I got into this, I was 39. Yep. You know, so yep. Was, yep. You know, so for me to take this jump, I had to see something different. Um, and then it was just the, the, I started working in Loudoun County just to jump. Because um, that's how I got back into personal training when I was in the IT field. I took a job at Lifetime Fitness in Sterling. Mm -hmm. And I worked there for like six or seven years. And it was very 
educational for me. Um, they exposed me to a lot of things um, regarding the science and the different methods of programming and things like that. So that also intrigued me to say, hey, you know, we're here in Winchester. We have some really good athletes, but are we really offering them, you know, the right. best? You know, we right. have great coaches and skilled coaches, but are we really helping enhance in our athletes' performance? Right. So by me being in Sterling, I was able to work with some of the local athletes there who are now currently pro athletes like, you know, Jonathan Allen, Trace McShirley, guys mm -hmm. that, that all attended Lifetime Fitness at that time mm -hmm. that were playing local high school at Briar Woods in Ashburn. And that's what told me, hey, you need to get this to Winchester. You know, these guys are getting opportunities to play at the next level. Let's get this, uh, let's get this uh, program in Winchester and let's see what we can do. Um, and I think, you know, not taking all the credit because there's other companies as well besides mine, but I think over the last 10 years we've seen athletes play now at a higher level yep more consistent division one levels and sustaining sustaining their abilities there and you know showcasing their talent so i'm not saying that's just all from us but i think collective of all of us together i think that you know our sports is going in the right direction so you've been doing it for 10 years then is yes that, sir that's when you made that leap of faith that's yes, where sir. you took 2000, that jump. 2012 okay that's 10 year anniversary congratulations yeah. mm -hmm. that's big that's big man it's um... well it's definitely something that wasn't around our area in the past i mean yeah. um i was an athlete here in the area went to sharando james wood um i swam for many many years and it there was no option i mean it was you went to practice you did what you did and that was it <laughs> yep. i mean unless you're going to the gym on your own afterwards there were no options for athletes back then and you would hope that the coaches knew a little bit about training and physical fitness and that probably didn't happen, yeah. right? I mean, come on. Coaches, they, they know how to coach a team, maybe for swimming or soccer or football or basketball, but they're not going to get into the mm -mm. fitness component of it, are they? No, and oh. they didn't. Yeah. Not, I mean, we're, we're talking the 90s, so <laughs> it's a while ago. Well, I mean, I go back to my days, and you again, your football or basketball or any of those days for me, and I was in D1, and I feel like the, it was just basic stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, and mm – -hmm. There was not any kind of enhanced stuff that is like prevalent now in the physical fitness world. Things have really changed over 20 years. So what do you promote that separates you from others out there, especially when it comes to these student athletes or teenagers where they're in their prime of their careers, where they're trying to grow and build a career? What, what do you guys offer that really separates that out for the fitness and getting them to a college level kind of athlete yeah like you guys said i mean things have definitely evolved science has evolved over the last 10 20 years and we see that athletes today you know in the professional world you know constantly breaking records um and i think it just has a lot to come do with the methods today that got coaches are practicing i think what sets us apart what you asked me is we are a private sector mm -hmm. and i do understand that we do live in a world that we believe that just weight training and getting stronger is just going to help people get better. And it's that's not true anymore. Mm -hmm. um, movement quality is very important. You know, having the ability to contract your muscles at a certain uh, pace is very important. Mm -hmm. And how to manipulate those things in the weight room is what we offer. And that's what sets us apart. You know, our kids are going to understand tempos. They're going to understand if there's a time when we need to work, focus on bar velocity. It's not just like lifting weights mm -hmm. slowly. You mm -hmm. know, hey, we need to get a faster contraction, so we need to help this athlete move faster and move weight a lot faster, and that transfers to their sport or to their field. So they're not going to get that in high school. Not the dog height. I think high right. school is a great tool, 
um, for the kids to have or have access to a resource to have access to, especially to, to, to create that camaraderie with the team and things like that. But I just think, like you was asking me, just those athletes that want to get to that next level mm-hmm. just need that little bit more. Um, I think that we are ideal for them um, to get them to that next level to be able to provide them with the resources they need to do that. So when you talk about, like, working with specific athletes, mm-hmm. are you do you have open classes for a bunch of people to come at the same time? Or are you talking, like, individual one-on-one? Or is it a combination of it all? Like, so... I'm thinking of our audience because, you know, parents could be listening and be like, yeah, my kid's good, but like we we need to push him a little bit or he wants to get pushed but doesn't know what to do. You know, so how how does your – yeah, how do you all operate? I guess that's the <laughs> no, question, right? No, that's great, man. That's great. I really appreciate that. It's, it's allowing me to, you know, showcase what we do yeah. offer. Um, yeah. So we, we have a membership program, which is our, um, our most popular program. We have a 13 minus, which really – that usually starts around seven, six or seven years old to 13 years old. We call that our fast fundamentals uh, program. And we just teach, you know, basic physical, physical literacy uh, for the kid, you know, whether it's jumping and landing correctly, you know, teaching proper arm mechanics, but just teaching them a grip foundation early, um, introducing them to some strength training. Mm-hmm. So we know their kids. So we do respect growth plates. So we do a lot of isometrics and things like that to, um, to get them stronger and take a more safer approach. Mm-hmm. And then um, we do speed training with them. Like we don't call it speed training, we call it movement training because okay. we do some type of emphasis every night. Uh, we may work on acceleration one night, forward multi, backward multi, lateral, circular, absolute, you know, top end speed. So there's so many different emphasis. We try to help make that complete athlete. Um, so, and then we, that's for our 13 minus. And then when we get to our 14 plus, that's for 14-year-olds to 18-year-olds in high school. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what makes it unique is that their program is individualized. We put all of our athletes to a, an assessment. We evaluate them. We look at their movement quality. And then we take their numbers, mm-hmm. you know, their jumps and their runs mm-hmm. and things like that. Then we take that data and individualize their program. And that's how we progress them throughout their program, throughout their program with us. Um, most of the kids today are just, you know, just need general fitness. They just need to right. learn how to lift weights and understand right. intention, proper technique, just and proper stuff technique, too. Yeah. things like that. Um, so that is a big advantage for our 14 plus because we make the weight room for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they just get introduced to things way too early. Um, and they don't really have the good feedback from that or a good experience. And then it kind of turns them off. So for us, we just try to, we have our athletes, they go through different levels as well. So they do progress and get introduced to the movements that they can do mm-hmm. and have success with under the load, mm-hmm. you know, the right, right. load. Right. And then we move and we move and we move on. So that technique and that strategy has definitely worked for us over the years um, to produce the athletes. But back to the memberships program, those classes are offered every night so that the kids can come. Monday through Friday, they get the the fourteen plus gets two hours a night, so mm-hmm. they can do a movement emphasis one hour, and they can do strength training for an hour. Okay, so you got two hours access a week, and then you have uh, Monday through Friday, and then we have a Sunday class eleven to one. So you you know they have like forty eight hours of access for That's for a lot. the program. That's so, a lot. Um, we offer a three month membership, so um, they can, I mean we have a one month, a three month, and the well three month, six month, and twelve month. Sorry okay. about that yeah, membership yeah. for the guys. Um, and then for our 13 minus, it's the same type of setup. So that's just how the kids are separated, and that's how they work out. Same options for the 13 minus. They can come in those times between 4 and 8 at night. And then during the summer times, we do offer some daytime hours, you know, to give them a little bit more flexibility. So what do you suggest 
for student athletes when they're in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got their homework. They got their other extracurricular activities. They got their sports. Are they going to be training with you year-round, or is it in the off-season? Mm-hmm. And then how do they f- how do they fit in this additional training during their season? Is that something that you would suggest or not? It's a good question. Um, I think that's going to be on an individual basis. Um, every athlete is different, but for for the most, the majority, uh, it would be preseason prior mm-hmm. to the season. But we do um, endorse in-season training. It's just how you load them. I mean, kids are so young, depending yeah. on where they're at in their age. If you're in the ninth and 10th grade, um, depending on what your goals is, if your goal is uh, like you want to get stronger and that's important to you, then I think that's something you stay with the strength training as you go because – not saying JV games aren't important, but they're not that important. Right, you know, for right. if, if that's your goal to say, hey, you know, I need to. So what I'm saying is I promote that extra lifting. I don't think it's going to hurt a JV kid mm-hmm. going to lift weights, you know, additionally to get those goals that they want to try to achieve. Now, if you're a senior and all that, I think too much overtraining can definitely hurt a kid, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think the risk and right. reward is there. So I've just, seen that happen. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. in my soccer coaching experience, like there were kids that are just overworked, overused. Yeah. Their legs were given out, and they're 13, 14 years old, and like they're pulling their hamstrings, they're getting shin splints, they're getting other kind of stuff going on. Like they're running cross country, they're doing soccer, they're doing extracurricular stuff. I'm like, that's the workload is killer sometimes for these kids who are just growing into their bodies now yeah. you also do work with teams don't you yes ma'am we we do do team training um that's one of the areas we definitely want to grow a little bit more in yeah. because for us i mean we're community driven i mean i've been out here like i said 10 years and if anybody follows fast any of your listeners that follow fast we are community driven right and um i think that for more kids that have access to us the team training could be a lot beneficial for them um as well as more cost efficient as well doing it together yeah as a group building the team yeah. you know and, and for us just to come in and that what we see a lot now is it's just the movement quality hmm. that you was talking about like a lot of kids they just they do redundant movement mm-hmm. because they specialize in things and the redundant movement is a lot of wear and tear like you said that yeah. work capacity and that workload leads to and I'm, but physical therapists, you know, like, <laughs> right. we didn't even know what they were growing yep. up. You know, yep. physical therapists mm-hmm. are ideal now because of, you know, and thank God for physical therapists. But yep. it's just they have a place now because of just the specialization of the kids. You know, we have a baseball pitcher. He pitches in the spring. He pitches in the summer. You know, he pitches in the fall. And then in the winter, he probably hires a pitching coach. So it's like, <laughs> right. it's like mm-hmm. right, when do you don't, right, you know, when do you work on the strength? And, and that's the part that gets neglected is underlooked because everybody thinks strength training is easy but there's so many different methods on how you load a kid and what's underdeveloped and how you identify in those inhibiting factors mm-hmm. that takes a special coach and that's mm-hmm. why we're a specialized program so that's what fast is for right i have a, right. a little team um <laughs> testimony for you so my daughter swims for phoenix oh wow and um Strasburg, of course, the yes, Valley ma'am. Swim Team Phoenix. And um, when, you know, COVID hit a couple of years ago, they were limited in the pool. So they were starting to do more dry, dry land, land activities yeah. and she hated it. Absolutely hated it. <laughs> so she started, I guess, I think you guys might have started with them in August. Mm-hmm. And um, she went, she's like, oh my gosh, mom, it is so hard. I can't stand this. <laughs> and I said, well, you better get used to it because I signed you up and you're doing it every Tuesday and Thursday. And she, she was not happy. Not at all. So... 
come to find out that um, now when she gets done with practice, she's got fast from five to six, mm -hmm. and then she's got her practice in the water from six to seven. And she came home the other day and she's like, Mom, I dropped time. She's like, I swam a 200 breaststroke and then I dropped time in my 50 free. It's the fastest I've ever swam it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, <laughs> she said, I, It's got to be from all the strength training that I'm doing. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Oh, well, awesome, great. Well, then she also, <laughs> she wants to get into volleyball. And this is where I really realized how much she loves this. Um, she's been wanting to get into volleyball. Volleyball. She's been asking me to sign up for a rec league, and I did. And they never gave us a practice time. Well, her, we finally got it like on Friday, and her practice time is from six to seven. She's like, "Mom, I'm, I don't want to do volleyball anymore." She's like, "I don't want to miss my my strength training." Oh wow! Man. And so I said, "Look, I will take you just for that, and then we will leave from there, and you will go to volleyball a little bit late. So she will not be going to swim practice, but she is still going to be continuing to do her fast training because she loves it and she's seen it already at 13 make a difference yep. for her in a month. Oh my gosh, that's awesome, man! Please, you know, tell us it. Congratulations! Yeah, so she got Tucker. Yeah, Tucker's working Tucker, with them yeah. down there, so that's that's my that's my Molly. So you're bringing out swimming. So give yes. us the sports, <laughs> the ranges of sports that you are really, I mean, that you're you're part of. I mean, especially here around Winchester. Yeah, we've been um, fortunate to have athletes from all sports for the most part. I mean, we've had success with some of our athletes with golf, hmm. um, ice skating. Hmm. Um, Alex Lamose, you know, he was one of our younger prospects um, who's now playing professional, but he went to Penn State. Mm -hmm. um, we have tennis. We have wrestling. Wrestling is mm -hmm. really big for us. Um, and then your traditional sports, baseball, football, basketball, soccer. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so it's a broad it, – it, it is. It's, it's pretty big. But it, for us, it's really not just trying to mimic movements with these sports. It's really developed the kids to understand what they need to be doing and then they go do the movements. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where we have success. You know, um, everybody doesn't throw the same. Everybody doesn't swim the same. Yep. Um, so, you know, for us, I think our evaluation and assessment gives us a lot of good external feedback. And that's what helps us get the right programs together for these. Yeah. For, for and these. it sounds very fun and motivating I mean, for, for kids my, for yeah. my daughter to love yeah. it i mean she loves swimming absolutely loves it but she does like i said does not like the dry land so for her to love it and want to give up something yeah. she's really started to enjoy doing with the volleyball for that specific training i'm gonna make sure um, tucker knows that too. yeah tucker's doing an amazing <laughs> job those kids really enjoy him there and it, and also there's it's, it's goal driven i mean right there, there's easy numbers that you can see that you're making progress and making success and if any of these kids are like mine or the kids that i used to coach they're competitive mm -hmm. they want to see you know a little progress. bit of progress mm -hmm. that's happening mm -hmm. and so you guys are helping with that i mean for me and when i go to the gym i'm hardly taking my notes you know i, I need to be but you know there's of like what did I do last time when I was here? You know, what were my reps or what was my weight? And you're doing that. You're tracking all that for the kids too, right? Just showing them where the successes are. Yeah, we definitely uh, track everything. We retest our athletes too. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we test them with the initial test. Um, and then depending on their uh, consistency of attendance, um, we'll test them again without six to eight weeks out uh, to constantly monitor progress. Because it, we could be in certain areas that we're just not – we're missing out. Right. We need to be more aggressive at. Right. Um, to get to that end result. And we right. do the same thing for our adults. You know, like you just mentioned about you going to the gym yep. and, um, you know, thinking about what did you do last week, you know, weight and, and how many reps. 
so we offer a, a, a V10 program. It's at our adult program within FAST, okay. which doesn't get a lot of recognition because we're known as a sports performance company. Yeah. Um, but I think the collaboration is a great collaboration with adults being able to come in there and train with their kids. Um, we do try to provide that. So we run all of our youth programs at the same time. We run our adult program. So parents Work can take advantage of that. Time with yeah, your kids nice. are. I like <laughs> it. That's, That's a just a little added bonus there. Yeah, and you ain't got to worry about the reps and sets. It's a, it's a supervised <laughs> right. class. Exactly. And, and, and the class is already written up for you. So. Now, for the adults, mm-hmm. what kind of um, activity levels are you looking at? I mean, you want people that are... <laughs> You know, that do it are working out a lot or people that maybe have more like me and who've gotten out of it in the past <laughs> several years. <laughs> yeah. We take everyone. I mean, just okay. like our kids. I mean, it's the same. thing. It, it's more like I said, it's a culture. Um, and our job as coaches to be, you know, we need to be prepared, whatever who comes in there, whatever fitness level comes in there. We, be, we need to be able to provide a service and we can do that. We've had a lot of success from different levels of fitness. I'm in there, so it's just giving you that guidance and giving you that, that push and being that resource for you, um, just like we are for our for our youth and our children. So, yep, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Well, you, you're definitely a unique uh, organization in the community. You know, and part of what we always try to promote here on Iconic Talk is essentially we want to not just talk about real estate, but talk about other people and other things that are happening in the community. And a service that you're providing is fitness and training and and growing our student athletes and our high schools to where like, yeah, it's, it's exciting to know that people are coming out from Winchester and, and being successful and making it the professional sports world. You know, there's something to brag about from that. And like you're providing that, you know, so you could be working with a 10 year old right now that in 10 years we'll be bragging about being yep. an Olympian or something like that. Yeah. It's funny you said it. Cause, uh, <laughs> I, uh, one of my mentors, he's out of Florida. Uh, his name's Pete Bomarino and, um, He's, he trains a lot of professional athletes. And um, I was out there when I initially got started and um, kind of had a conversation. He told me, you know, one day, you know, when you train these kids, eventually you may have a kid that's going to become pro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, right. You know, so you know, <laughs> now 10 years later, you know, we have Nazi Johnson for the Kansas City Chiefs from Millbrook High School. Really? Um, we have Trey Brathwaite, I think, for the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, and I'm not saying, like, we just – these kids came into FAST at a very young age, mm-hmm. and they, they bought into our program and our system, and we was able to develop them and give them some good tools that they was able to carry on with them throughout college. So regarding their development, we're just a piece of the puzzle, but they are a part of our family, mm-hmm. you know, and they, we they, we did introduce them to sports performance, so it's really good and unique to see from a small town yep. um, as many professional athletes coming out of here um, just based off, you know, what they've been introduced to and being able to maximize that as they, they, they went on throughout college yep. and stuff. So it's awesome. Something to be proud about. Yeah, man. Yeah. man yeah. I'm very proud, man. That's cool. Well, we have five iconic questions we typically ask all yep. of our guests. So off the top of your head, just fly by the seat of your pants. Uh-oh. Really easy answers. Here. Okay. Easy questions. But yep. I'll, I'll start with the first one. Yep. Since you've been around Winchester for a while, these might be easy for you. But what is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Oh man, favorite restaurants. Man. And you're probably not going to give us something with junk food. That would be my, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me think here real quick. Hmm, what do I really? Enjoy? Where do you go? Do you have any kind of like, um, you know, cravings or takeout kind of stuff that like? I, I go to Village Square. Village Square. Yeah. There, you, that yeah. is strong right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. straight downtown. Nice. Yeah, love it. All right, what is something you love about your neighborhood? Oh wow. Uh, well, 
I live out in a big neighborhood uh, out there in Snowden Bridge. Mm. Um, so I thought I would like it. No, it's, it's a lot of people, but it, it, I mean, it's just a lot of people on top of each other. So I guess what I do like is the community, the community aspect mm-hmm. of it. You know, you have access to pools and rec yep. rooms and things like that. But yep. yeah, I guess the answer is stick with what you what you asked me. Yeah, I like that's what I like. That's and and what you, I like. you know where to go to if you're ready to move. So, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I like. You're ready to get out in the country. Yeah. Well, so third question: Why do you think Winchester is a great place to live? Well, for me, it's a, I think it's a great place for if you're family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a tough place for a, a young adult um, mm-hmm. who's trying to find your way, I think, around here um, at that time. But um, no, I think for if you're family oriented, Winchester is a great place. Yep. And where do you like to spend time with your friends in Winchester? Other than at the. At the gym. Other than the gym. <laughs> Get away from work. Well, I guess, where else is there to spend time? Downtown. Downtown. There it is. <laughs> That's the place to be. You got it. Yeah. yeah. So last one, and you can rack your brain on this. Like, what do you think is hidden in Winchester? What is one of Winchester's hidden gems that people don't really know about? And it could be anything. Yeah, anything. anything. What, yeah. First thing that comes to the top of your head. Fast. Uh, that's it. I was, oh. I was gonna, I was loving that little softball Dude, right man, there. Fast, Bam! Man, Hit it out of the park. Fast. So we, you, you're covering fast, and I'm gonna say it's F A S S T. Correct. Stands for frisbees, agility, speed, and strength training. There you go. So you can just call it fast, and people are like, do I know what you're talking about? Yeah. We're talking about fast in Winchester. It's James Frisbee. Yes, so how do people track you down? Yes, they can. Um, we have a website. Um, you know, it's fasttraining.com. We have all the social media platforms, Fast Training on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, mm-hmm. everything, TikTok. Um, and um, we're located on 1117 Berryville Avenue in Winchester, Virginia. Um, we're in that big plaza right off Route 7 Yep. Um, beside Harbor Freight. But that's what you said about being that missing gym. I think we are missed out a lot. You know, we're not really visible. Right. Um, we're not the bigger market, you know, as some other companies out here. So... We we are we're the first though, you yep. know, and we're going to keep standing. So we just appreciate all y'all support and 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 the, and the community support, and for all the listeners out there today, you know, yes. if you if you're out there, and all you got to do is call into Fast, just let any of us know that answer the phone there Fast that you listen to this particular podcast. Iconic talk. Iconic mm-hmm. talk. There you go. I'm sorry. Yes, thank you. Iconic talk. That's all you, you got to say. Have to say <laughs> iconic talk. Okay, um, and we'll definitely do in the free session, whether it's for a kid or whether it's for an adult. Uh, we really appreciate the community support. Absolutely. You heard it here, guys. There you go. Mr. Frisbee, you're amazing. Thank appreciate you, it. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for the testimony. Oh, my pleasure. Well, James is amazing. And, and I agree. When you look at him, you're like, oh, you are a trainer. Like, yes. You will know it when you see him. You're like, okay, he's. Um, with not, the, and I must say, with a very <laughs> impressive handshake. Yeah. I mean, he definitely knows what he's talking about. And he lives it out, obviously. Right. You know? And it's I, not it, just, he's not just telling other people. He's, he's living it and doing it himself. Right. And as soon as, we, as soon as I ask the restaurant question, I'm like, oh, this is not going to be normal. He probably doesn't go out a lot and probably doesn't eat a lot of the junky food that I eat. You know? And so, yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah i'm not gonna be not going to five guys i'm not gonna be going to any but when he goes stuff, out he goes out in style builder square yeah there you go love it well what did you learn what was your takeaway 
I I just I learned um, I I thought it was fascinating how many professional players yeah. that now he's um, helped train when they were younger that yep. are now in that professional field. Um, I thought that was really fascinating. I I just love it from when when we were talking about having this uh, interview. Just um, having talked to my daughter, who like I mm-hmm. mentioned is um, has been doing training with them on a oh, team he loved level. That. He loved yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just so amazing to see the difference in just such a short time. So I can only imagine. So this is just a month she's been doing it. Yeah. So I can only imagine like his other um, um, kids that are doing it as well, how much progression there has been for them. Because yep. uh, it's just it's just great. Once yep. you learn how your muscles work, and especially when you're using particular muscles in particular sports, um, it's just it's fascinating. And, and my my soccer team, when I coached travel soccer, used him um, in the off season during the winter, and um, the kids did love it because it was just different movements, something different. Not using a soccer ball, getting experience and exposure in a gym as a they were 13, 14 year olds at the time, and um, he brings an energy that draws out excitement from the kids that's it's really cool so i i agree i think the team concept is a great way to start um so if you're a coach if you're a parent who has influence to talk to the coach or the school or the sports team that you're a part of suggest that to to get them just get their feet wet in what it looks like to grow in their physical fitness and training and speed and movement and conditioning in the off season and and then it sounds like your daughter is like, stick it out, keep going, right? Yes, which again I thought was just kind of shocking. Yeah. But I think what they, it's kind of like, you know, if you try to teach her, I, I play the piano and trying to teach my own kids how to play the piano, they don't want to listen no. to mom. Right. And I think that's kind of like the same thing when it comes to coaching when you're stepping outside of what you typically do. So like a swim mm-hmm. coach teaching the strength training, it's mm-hmm. like listening to mom and dad. So when you actually have somebody that comes in and specialize in it that is going to be working with your the kids and your your athletes, I think it yep. makes a huge difference and they're more receptive to it also. So yep. I mean, I've I've seen it in just a month. I can't wait to see how her season goes yep. this winter. And it will help performance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100% will help performance. So go check them out. He gave you all the information, and I love how you get a little promo. Yes. So call out Iconic Talk. He will hook you guys up. Get a free session for you, there you or go. Your, one of your kids. There you um, go. So I'm, I may try to take him up on it and Fire see. Fire away. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, so what's going on with local Winchester, Frederick County happenings? So uh, there's a free event coming up this weekend. Um, it's from noon to four in Old Town Winchester. It's the ninth annual Celebracion. I'm sorry if I didn't say that right, of Winchester. You're close. There They're celebrating and educating our area about Hispanic Heritage yep. Month. Hispanic Heritage um, there's Month. There's going to be a mariachi band, dance lessons, dance show, arts and crafts vendors. And um, also there's a 2022 Farm to Fork Gala yep. on uh, Saturday. I will s- be there. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because it's the Shenandoah Valley you'll Discovery see Museum Mark Francis fundraiser. Realtor signage around. So, so. that's from 7 to 10. Um, it's $75 a person, it looks like. Food, drinks, games, auctions, live entertainment. Yep. And then, I think, wasn't it last week, maybe, we had a drive-through barbecue? Yeah. Um, now there's a drive-through spaghetti dinner um, with a free will offering at Mount Olive United Methodist Church cool. on Monday from 4 to 7. And that's off of Northwestern Pike. So cool. Spaghetti, salad, bread, dessert, drink. So Yeah. Well, I'll double down in the Discover Museum. That They still have tickets available. And it's an amazing time. You get a chance to experience every level and 
and floor of the Discovery Museum. There's food, there's games, they make it fun. Something about like a farm to fork is their theme. Mm -hmm. So I, I think you need to be dressed in some sort of like uh, Western or country-like kind of outfit, which it's better than getting all dressed up in a big suit oh, right. and tie and gown. Tux but, or... you know, it, it'll be fun. It'll mm -hmm. be a neat time. I will share how it went next week. So I look forward to hearing about it. There you go. Well, keep us posted on all the things that you guys want to hear about. You know, getting James Frisbee on the show is actually a referral, and we love hearing from you guys. So let us know who you want to hear from as well, and we will put them on our episodes. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic.